الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناسح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله Beyond a shadow of a doubt, a tawheed is the most important thing in the life of an individual, the most important thing in the life of a human being, the most important thing in the life of mankind in jinn. From the anwar of ibadah, from the categories of worship, all of which belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, is Another, another. What another? Ya ibadullah. Kama qala Sheikh Muhammad Saeed Raslan. Ahmedullah Taala. Another, huwa an yuzim al insanu nafsahu shay'an ghayra lazim bi asl shara'. Another, it is that an individual yuzama. An individual, he makes it binding upon himself something that is not binding in the origin of the Sharia. So he makes something binding upon himself that is not has been placed upon him as an obligation in the Sharia. For example, فَلْيُزَمُ نَفْسَهُ بِصَدَقَةٍ أَوْ بِصِيَامٍ أَوْ بِصَلَاةٍ أَوْ غَيْرِ ذَلِكَ Like for example, an individual he makes it binding upon himself to pay some charities that are outside the charity that is wajib. He makes it upon himself to fast some fast from the voluntary fast. Or he makes an oath upon himself to pray some voluntary prayers from the voluntary prayers. So this, type, this is what is another, the making of a promise or the making of an oath to do certain acts of worship that hasn't been made binding upon him. So an oath to do something voluntary acts of worship. To do some voluntary acts of worship. Sheikh Fawzan, Ta'ala, he says, another huwa, explaining in another way the definition, another huwa, tizam, ibadah, lam yanzim, lam yanzim, Biha al-shara It's to make an act of worship binding upon you that the sharia has not made binding. And it is a type from the types of ibadah. It is a category from the category of al-ibadah. The shaykh he says, Allah ta'ala, he says, يُوفُونَ بِالنَّذْرِ وَيَخَافُونَ يَوْمًا كَانَ شَرُّهُ مُسْتَطِيرًا he said that they are those who they fulfill their oaths and they fear a day who the difficulties and evil of that day will be widespread. Meaning the day of judgment. But the difficulties and the trials and the fitting, the calamities of the day of judgment, they will be widespread. So from that which an individual he needs to prepare for this day is that he has to make sure that his oaths, he has to make sure that his oaths 
are carried out and he has to make sure that his oaths are sincerely for Allah Jalla wa'ala. They are sincerely for Allah Jalla wa'ala. So Allah Ta'ala, he has praise. فَأَثْنَى عَلَيْهِمْ أَنَّهُمْ يُفْهُونَ بِالنَّذَرُ Allah Ta'ala, he has praises individuals that they carry out and they fulfill the oaths in which they make for Allah Ta'ala. وَلَكِنْ رُبَّمَا قَالَ الْقَائِلِ But perhaps a person may say, مَا هُوَ الدَّلِيلِ عَلَى أَنَّ النَّذَرُ نُورُ مِنْ أَنْوَاعِ الْعِبَادَةِ A person may say, what is the proof that the making and taking of oaths is from the categories of worship? What's the proof? Because we're saying that the taking of oaths, then it should only be done for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that there's a taking of an oath and making of an oath that enters into worship. So what is the proof for this? The shaykh, he says, وَقَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى Allah Ta'ala, he says, وَمَا أَنْفَقْتُمْ مِنْ نَفَقَةٍ أَوْ نَذَرْتُمْ مِنْ نَذَرٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ يَعْلَمُ Allah Ta'ala, he says that verily, that which they have given from that which they give, that which they have spent out from their wealth in the way of Allah Ta'ala, all those promises and those oaths that they take for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, then verily Allah is aware of this. Verily Allah, He knows it. Naam. فَقَرِنَهُ فَقَرِنَهُ مَعَ النَّفَقَةِ وَالصَّدَقَةِ So it has been placed, it has been connected to النَّفَقَةِ and صَدَقَةِ It has been placed and connected to spending in the way of Allah Ta'ala. It has been connected to charity. وَالنَّفَقَةُ وَالصَّدَقَةُ and the spending in the way of Allah and the paying of charity. This is from ibadah. So the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he lent the making of oaths with the paying in the way of Allah ta'ala, spending in the way of Allah ta'ala, and the paying of charity, then this is a proof that it is what? It is from al ibadah. Then this is from worship. Also, call Allah ta'ala. Allah ta'ala he says. وَلْيُوفُوا نُذُورَهُمْ وَلْيَطَّوَّفُوا بِالْبَيْتِ الْعَتِيقِ And they carry out and they fulfill their oaths. And they make tawaf around the ancient house, meaning the Kaaba. So again, Allah Ta'ala, He linked the making of oaths with a tawaf. And tawaf is beyond a shadow of a doubt from ibadah. So this is a proof, this is, is, a, is a dalil that the making of oaths is from al-ibadah. وَقَالَ إِمَامْ إِبْنُ كَثِيرٌ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فِقَوْلِهِ تَعَالَى Imam Ibn Kathir رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى He says with regards to Allah Ta'ala's statement يُوفُونَ بِالنَّذْرِ وَيَخَافُونَ يَوْمًا كَانَ شَرُّهُ مُسْتَطِيرًا and they fulfill and they carry out their oaths and they fear the day where the evil or its evil, its difficulties will be widespread. وَقَالَ إِمَامُ بْنِ كَثِيرُ رَحِمُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى يَتَعَبَّدُونَ لِلَّهِ They make worship for Allah solely and sincerely for Allah. They worship Allah Ta'ala فِيمَا أَوْجَبَهُ عَلَيْهِمْ من فعل الطاعات الواجبة بأصل الشرع 
they worship Allah Ta'ala by fulfilling and carrying out those acts, actions of worship that are binding and obligatory upon them, mandatory upon them, and have been made such in the origin of the Sharia. وَمَا أَوْجَبَهُ عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ بِطْرِيقِ النَّذَرِ And also those things in which they have made binding upon themselves by way of making oaths and promises. So we understand from this, that if we are to prepare ourselves for the day of judgment, and we are to prepare ourselves for that day, that will have therein many difficulties from the standing on that day, the long standing, from the sun being close on that day till it's only a mile away, and the people will start to sweat. They will start to sweat, and their sweat will be according to their deeds, according to their sins. They will sweat according to their sins. So some people, they will sweat, and the sweat will come up to their ankle. Some people will sweat, and it will come up to their knee. Some will sweat, and it will come up to their hip. Some will sweat and it will come up and come up and come up too. Some people will be drowning in their sweat. Barely having their nose above their sweat. Due to the sins in which they put forward. The day that will be a day that is tremendously difficult. A day that will be a day that is tremendous. So in preparation for this day. Then we have to be of those who make all of our ibadah sincerely for Allah Ta'ala. We have to be of those who make our oaths sincerely for Allah Ta'ala. Those who when they make oaths for Allah Ta'ala, they are those who carry out their oaths and they fulfill their oaths. فَعَلَى كُلٍ The carrying out of the oaths. Ibadah. That it is worship. وَهَذَا فِي and this is with regards to making oaths to carry out an act of worship, an act of obedience. The Shaykh he says, If he takes an oath that he will give some charity. If he gives some oaths that he will pray some voluntary prayers. If he gives some oaths that he will fast some voluntary fasts. If he gives some oath that he will make a hajj, some voluntary hajj. If he gives an oath that he will make umrah. وَقَالَ نَبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said in a hadith that Imam Malik has collected in his muwatta. And also Imam al-Bukhari collected it in his sahih. When the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, مَنْ نَظْرَ أَنْ يَطِيعَ اللَّهَ فَلْيُطِعْهُ Then whoever makes an oath that he will obey Allah, then he must obey Him. Whoever makes an oath that he will obey Allah, then he must obey Allah. Like the one who makes the oath, for example, that he will make i'tikaf inside of the masjid. The one who takes an oath that he will stay for a period of time inside of the masjid. Then he has to fulfill that oath he has to stay inside the masjid for that period of time. And like the examples in which the shaykh he mentioned. With regard to an oath, a person he takes an oath to commit a crime. He takes an oath to do some evil. Then verily he has made it prohibited. Or it has been made prohibited. And this is where the Prophet وسلم, he said, And whoever makes an oath that he will disobey Allah, 
then do not disobey Allah. It is not permissible for him to fulfill that oath. Like a person, he makes an oath that he will commit such and such an act of sin, that it is not permissible for him to carry out that oath. And also from the types of taking of oaths and vows that is from sin. It's to make an oath for the graves. To make an oath for the occupant of the grave. So whoever makes an oath for a grave or for the one who was dead in that grave, then rarely he would have been an individual who made major shirk. So any individual who makes another, he makes a promise, he makes an oath for one individual who is dead in his grave. Whoever he may be, whatever wali this may be from the awliya, whoever he may be, even if he is a nabi from the anbiya, Whoever makes an oath for other than Allah, then verily he has made major shirk. He has committed major shirk. So whoever makes an oath, for example, for Hussein, then he has made major shirk. Whoever makes an oath, for example, for Sayyid Badawi, then he has made major shirk. Whoever makes an oath, for example, for Abdul Qadir al-Jalani, then he has made major shirk. Whoever has taken an oath, for example, for Zainab, then, then he or she has made major shirk. Whoever makes an oath for other than Allah, then they would have committed major shirk. Because he would have been an individual who has taken a characteristic or has taken a category and he has directed it to other than Allah. Because he would have been an individual who has taken a category from the categories of worship and has thus directed it to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah ta'ala to make us of those who make oaths sincerely for him, those who make oaths and they carry out those oaths that they make for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who die upon Tawheed or raise upon Tawheed and meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as those who have implemented Tawheed, هذا أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروه فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد learning and studying the affairs of our deen is important. And this is that which I urge myself and my colleagues from the students of knowledge, that which I urge everyone from the general masses of the Muslims to busy themselves with seeking knowledge, to busy themselves with educating themselves on the affairs of their religion, to busy themselves by seeking out knowledge Seeking it from the hands of the scholars. Seeking it from the hands of Ahl al-Ilm, from the people of knowledge. Seeking it from the hands of the students of Ahl al-Ilm. Seeking it from the hands of the students of knowledge, the students of the ulama. And to avoid to stay away from individuals who will waste your time. To avoid and to stay away from individuals who will keep you busy with affairs that are not important. Or keep you busy with affairs that are less of importance. Affairs that are not important 
like those individuals who you find from them khutub, you find from them series of lectures in, in, in Yawm al-Jumu'ah, you find from them khutub or khutbas, and he's speaking about politics. So the khutbah becomes a khutbah, a scene in khutbah. This is no, no benefit to the Muslims. If you want to read about the news, and a person can pick up a newspaper. We don't need to hear from the man, from the khatib, about so-and-so and such-and-such -and -such minister inside of the parliament. He done this, he done that, and so on and so forth. You don't want to hear about the like of this stuff. This stuff we can read for ourselves in the newspaper. No one comes to Juma, comes to the masjid to hear the likes of these things. Beware of individuals like this who waste your time. And beware of individuals who keep you busy with affairs that are within themselves important but are not the most important of affairs. They busy you with affairs that, in, that are important, but they neglect affairs that are more important. They neglect affairs that are more vital, more crucial. Like those individuals who will call you to do the righteous good deeds and encourage you. Whether it's encouraging the women to cover themselves, whether it's encouraging the men to pray and be steady upon their prayers and so on and so forth, but they neglect to call you to a Tawheed. They neglect to inform you and to educate you and teach you about Tawheed. They neglect from warning you against shirk. They neglect from identifying a Tawheed to you so you know exactly what it is and how to implement it. They neglect from identifying what is shirk so you know exactly what shirk is and exactly how to stay away from it. Beware of the likes of these individuals. Individuals who don't encourage you to follow the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. They don't make it clear to you what is the sunnah. Making it distinct from the ways of bid'ah. The individuals who don't warn you from the harms and the dangers of bid'ah. Be warned of the likes of these cheapful and deceitful individuals. Be warned of them. Do not waste your time with them. Do not give your ear to them. Another taking of oaths. It has shuruq. It has conditions. So I want everyone to listen up to the conditions with me. Allah Ta'ala. وَقَالَ الشَّيْخْ مُحَمِّدْ سَعِيرِ رَسْلَانِ حَفِظُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَ شُرُوطُ النَّظَرِ سِتَّةِ That the conditions for taking an oath, then there are six. So for an individual who's going to take an oath, to do an act of obedience, then know that the conditions are six. So if you want to take an oath, this is how you take an oath, by fulfilling the six conditions. The first of them, that the oath it has to be sincerely for Allah, not for other than Allah. The oath, it has to be sincerely for Allah, not for other than Allah. The oath, it has to be sincerely for Allah and Allah alone. Not for other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Secondly, that it has to be in the obedience of Allah, not in his in his disobedience. So the oath that you take, it has to be to do something that is obedience to Allah, not something that is disobedience. Something that is obedience, not disobedience. Thirdly, it has to be from that which an individual has the ability to do. So you have to take an oath that is sincerely for Allah. You have to take an oath to do something that is from the obedience of Allah, from that which you have the ability to do. 
You have to have the ability to do it. It is not for you to take an oath of something of which you do not have the ability to do. Like an individual, for example, he takes an oath to give a million dollars of sadaqah. And he's a person who doesn't have two dimes to his name. He can't take that oath to give a million dollars of sadaqah. He doesn't have a million dollars of sadaqah to give. So it has to be of that which is in his ability, capacity to do. This is important. Fourthly, وَإِنْ يَكُونَ فِيمَا يَمْلِكُ لَا فِيمَا لَا يَمْلِكُ It has to be in that which he himself owns. He has to take an oath with regards to what he himself owns. Not with regards to what he does not own nor possess. The shaykh, he brings an example. He says, كَهَنْ يَقُولُ Like an individual who says, لَإِنْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلِيَّ بِكَذَا وَكَذَا مِنْ أُمُورِ الْخَيْرِ لَأَدَصَدَّقَنَّ بِمِلْكْ أَخِي جَمِيعًا Like the individual who says, that if Allah blesses me with this and that, then verily, no doubt about it, I will give all of my brother's possessions and charity. You see? The one who says, if Allah blesses me with this and that, then I will give all of my possessions of my brother away in charity. He doesn't have the right to give away the possessions of his brother in charity. Like the one who says, if Allah blesses me with this and that, blesses me to get married or whatever, then from the affairs of God, then I will give my brother's car away. I will give this car away in sadaqah. Then it's asked, is this your car? No, it's the car of my brother. But I will give it away. It's not permissible because he does not possess that thing. So it has to be in that in which an individual he himself possesses. Fifthly, وَإِلَّا يَكُونَ فِي مَوْضِعْ كَانَ يُعْبَدُوا فِيهِ غَيْرُ اللَّهِ أو ضَرِيعَةً لِعِبَادَةِ الْغَيْرِ اللَّهِ أو لِعِبَادَةِ الْغَيْرِ اللَّهِ He said, or, or fifthly, it has to, or it cannot, the fulfillment of an oath, for example, it cannot be in a place in where in which other than Allah is worshipped. It can't be in a place that other than Allah is worshipped. Or in a place that is a means to facilitate the worship of other than Allah. This is not permissible. So for example, a person can't say, I'm going to make itikaf inside of the church. Or I'm going to make itikaf, I'm going to spend the night fulfilling an oath I made to Allah inside the synagogue. Synagogue. Or inside of the Hindu temple. Or inside of the temple of the nation of Islam. Because this is a place where other than Allah is worshipped. So it's not permissible to carry out the likes of this. It's not permissible. So it has to be in a place. If a person, for example, he wants to make itikaf, he takes an oath to make itikaf, to stay the night inside the masjid, it has to be where? In a masjid from the masajid. A masjid, a place where Allah Ta'ala is worshipped, not in a place where other than Allah Ta'ala is worshipped. And sixthly, and this is very important, أَنْ يَكُونَ النَّاظِرُ عَلَى يَقِينَ أَنَّ ذَلِكَ لَا يُؤَثِّرُ شَيْئًا فِي حَصُولُ مَا نَظَرَ لِأَجْلِهِ And this is a very important point, like all of the points which preceded are important. But I want you to pay close attention. Sixthly, and finally, from the conditions 
of making oaths for Allah is that the one who makes the oath, he has to be upon certainty. He has to be upon certainty that his taking an oath or making an oath has no bearing and no effect upon anything. Has no bearing and no effect upon the attainment of the thing in which he is making the oath for. So for example, let not a person think that if I want to get married, let me take an oath, and because I take that oath, then I'm going to get married. Let him not think that because he takes an oath, it will have any bearing on the attainment of that which he is taking the oath for. Because some people think like this, that if you want such and such and such and such, make an oath to Allah Ta'ala to do this and do, do, to do that from God, and then you'll get what you're looking for. Let him know for surety, let him know with certainty that his taking the oath to do something of righteousness has no effect and it has no bearing on that thing in which he is making an oath for. Has no effect upon it. If Allah chooses to give, he will give. If Allah chooses to withhold, he will withhold. Allah is not compelled by anything. Allah is not compelled by anything, including your oath. Your oath will not compel Allah Ta'ala to give to you anything. Allah gives to whom He pleases and He withholds from whom He pleases. Whether you make an oath or you don't make an oath, Allah will give you what He pleases to give you, withhold from you what He chooses to withhold from you, whether you make an oath or you don't make an oath. So we have to know with a certainty that if we were to make an oath, then that oath will have no bearing that oath will have no effect upon the attainment of the thing in which we're making the oath because we want it. These are from the conditions of making and taking oaths. It is important to know and to understand that the making of oaths, this is in category, this is a category from the categories of worship. And every category of worship belongs to Allah and to Allah Ta'ala alone. Every category of worship, from spending in the way of Allah, from giving in charity, from making tawaf around the Kaaba, all of this belongs to Allah and to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala alone. From our salah, from our prayer, from our fasting, all of this belongs to Allah and Allah Ta'ala alone. And likewise, the other categories from the categories of ibadah of which we have not mentioned, they all belong to Allah and belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. It is important, it is a must that we go over these issues, we educate our children with regards to these issues so that they don't mistake, mistakenly make shirk in these affairs. We have to warn them so that they don't make shirk in these affairs. We have to teach them what is correct so that they know what to do. Teach them what is incorrect so they know what to stay away from. And this is more important. This is more important than whatever education they may be receiving inside of the schools. This is more important than them learning how to read and to write. This is more important for them than learning their ABCs and 123s. This is more important for them. More important than ABCs and 123s are the affairs of a Tawheed. More important. And what's more important than them knowing what not to do was more important for them knowing not to put their hand on a hot stove or not to ingest pills 
or to not to do this and not to do that, is that they know do not commit shirk. Do not give any category from the categories of worship to other than Allah Ta'ala. So it's important that we take these things serious and we become those who are serious about education. I don't mean the education that ends with a PhD. I mean the true education. The education of the deen of Al-Islam. The education that will go beyond your grade. The PhD, seek it. No problem, seek it. But know that it stops when you retire. Or at the most when you're dead. It's, it's done, it's over. Huh? But know that that true education, the education that's more important than the education that stops when you retire or your death, is what? The education that will continue with you beyond your death. So we have to be serious about this. As the poet, he said, He said, I learned the evil, not for the sake of learning evil. He said, but in order to stay away from it and protect myself from it. He said, He said, because the one who doesn't know, he can't distinguish between good and evil, he falls into it. Meaning he falls into what? The evil. So we have to learn what is Islam so we can implement it. We have to learn what is kufr so we stay away from it. We have to know what is Islamic so that we can cling to it. And we have to know what is from jahiliyyah so that we stay away from it. We have to know what is from what is from a tawheed so we implement it. We have to know what is from shirk so that we stay away from it. But it's to require knowledge. In the man'in, the ta'allum. Verily, knowledge is acquired by what? By seeking it. So I encourage myself and everyone to seek knowledge. لما يحبه ويرضى وأن يجعلنا من الذين يستمعون قولا فيتبعون أحسنا وأن يجعلنا مباركا حيثما كنا وأن يجعلنا ممن إذا أعطي شكر وإذا بطولي صبر وإذا أذنب استغفر فإن هؤلاء ثلاثة عنوان السعادة اللهم إن نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى هذا يعيبان الله فأقيم الصلاة فإن صلاة تنهى عن الفشائي والمنكر